The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. He's Craig Bowlerjack sitting in for Jake Scott at least for about another hour or so, and then Jake will be here to... uh, Maybe we have a group discussion for a little while, Bowler. You do that. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But thanks for sitting in. We sure. appreciate it. Tell the people where we are today. Well, we are uh, at the Dish Professionals. Uh, stop by. We've had a couple of uh, customers, new customers drop in. Uh, I see some great T-shirts, and I see one jazz hat that's just begging uh, to be taken. 8034 South State Street. The Dish Professionals come by, and they'll be happy to talk to you about new service. Bola, we were talking earlier about uh, college football, BYU, Utah, the situation is trying to determine a quarterback, what's going on. Everyone's eager to find – everyone's hungry for college football right now. Well, after after the big uh, kind of – it just didn't happen in stride last year. And now it seems like it's real. And we're all believing it's going to happen. Well, we – I can't wait. We've got uh, we've got some sound from Kalani Sataki as you teased before we went to break. Why don't we give uh, that a listen and uh, hear what Kalani had to say today? Yeah, it was good practice. Um, obviously, things to keep working on. I think you can probably just copy and paste the other times we've done media. So I, I think it's, it's really good. We're starting to see some of our travel squad guys start to separate themselves and, and know the guys that we can probably seek a little bit more reps into now that we've had pretty much uh, most of our install, if not all. So I know uh, offensively we've got a few things to add, but defensively we've got pretty much the whole install in. Now it's just a matter of um, – cleaning it up and being uh, assignment sound and, and making sure that we're executing with the right technique. All right, let's go Alex and then Mitch. Coach, I'm um, just curious on, on what you've seen from Miles Davis so far um, in camp and, you know, I guess not just in camp, but in kind of in the, in the time that you've had him in his transition from wide right receiver in high school to, to running back now. Yeah, very athletic, um, tough kid, and he's he's elusive. He, he knows how to run with the ball in his hands, and so he he's got the great instincts of, of a natural runner, uh, feeling pressure and knowing how to avoid it, and then um, no one really gets a clean shot on, on him. So I think in the scrimmage, uh, I think A Rod had mentioned how well he did is because he's just a hard guy to tackle, and then you combine that with the willingness to learn. Um, I think the, he's got a. a a tremendous amount of potential so uh, we'll see how it works plus he can catch the ball so he has that ability to do it out of the backfield and, and we'll see what else he can put together but so far we've been really really happy with the progress that we've seen from him all the way from you know last year to now Alani you know I'm curious what makes starting quarterback decisions so significant for your program, but really any college football program, in your opinion, what, what makes these decisions so significant? 
for us is to see if you're having a difficult time like we are, that means that you, uh, you've got a good group, you know? And so it's two things, either you don't have a good group or you have a good group. And, and we feel like we have a lot of confidence in these three guys and, and then feel really comfortable with the guys that are, are behind them and the guys that we're seeing improve and get better. So I, I feel really good about the whole room. I know A-Rod does. Um, and then it's just a matter of, uh, the guy winning out the spot outright, you know, and as long as they keep performing, doing well, uh, all three of them individually, then, then they're going to make it really hard for us. But for the coaching staff, we have to figure out the guys are going to have the most success. And that's, and, uh, that, that's what we're trying to figure out in the next few practices. And just to follow up uh, after having two more practices since, since that for, uh, first scrimmage over the weekend, uh, which quarterback is showing that separation that maybe you guys wanted to see? All three are showing great separation from the rest. I mean, that's it's really close right now. So we'll have to. I mean, there's going to be some moments where we're going to have to make some decisions on 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 how to you know function from here on out. But they're making it really difficult on us, and that's that's a really good sign. Do you expect the decision to come after maybe this weekend after Saturday's practice? Uh, hard to forecast. I, I can't just say it right now when, when we're going to have that done. I know it'll be done before the game, but uh, the, the sooner the better for all of us. Thanks, Kalani. All right, let's go, Jay, and then Jake. Kalani, how's the air conditions, the smoke affected uh, what you guys are doing? Did you have to go inside again today? I know the Fan Fest was canceled tonight. So uh, what's going on with the air conditions in your team? Yeah, we, we've had to go inside. We've had most of our practices indoors because of the air. Um, I just go off of what our uh, sports medicine department says. And if it's even questionable, we'll, we'll go inside. So I don't want these guys filling up their lungs with that smoke that's out there. And, um, you know, there's a lot of guys that, that have a lot of things to consider, whether it's asthma or other things that had to do, do with respiratory issues. So we, we want to be smart. And, um, you know, our first game is going to be indoors. So hopefully they get control of this, of the smoke and, and uh, we can get outside and get some some uh, some sunlight. We, we'd like to get that done. But until then, we're just going to keep operating by uh, following our, the leadership of our sports medicine department, which we have a lot of faith in. Kalani, you've had to rebuild this defensive line, or I guess essentially reload to replace the guys you lost from last year's team. How have they looked so far in camp? Yeah, really good. They've held their own. They're going against a really big physical line, and so uh, I think they've they've done some really. Good. I think it's helped them become better. That that's helped our, our team last year, and so um, you know because our line is not going to slow down for anybody, and so I think especially with the ones. Uh, so I, I think it's kind of like, hey, here you are. Uh, try to try to defend it, and that's been really good good uh, learning experience for our players, but it's not like a lot of them are brand new to it. I, I want to remind everybody that there's a lot of guys that are playing on our D line that have game time experience and, and have ability, you know, so I know we lost some, some production and some guys at the NFL, but we feel really good about the guys that are coming back and feel good about the, the size that we have and then the amount of reps and, and experience that they have. So we'll just, we'll just have to prove it on the field. Yeah, one guy I wanted to ask about in particular is Nisa Mahe. A really interesting story, him playing in 2019, then misses the entire year last year. 
Can you kind of just lay out how he's done so far in camp coming back from missing an entire season? Yeah, he's been really, really good. He's been a good person to fill the shoes of Kyrus Tonga. So, um, you know, I, I believe that he and, and Caden Hall has done a great job that, that being that that big presence up front. And then also, um, you know, uh, Jacob Paulo's done a great, great job there too, as well as Joshua Singh. So there's a lot of guys that can do that. And then there's some guys that, that are athletic, but not as big and not as uh, – not as stout as those guys like Earl Mariner and, um, you know, others that we have in the mix, um, Gabe Summers, others. We're going to be fine. I really feel good about the personnel. Uh, you know, just we just keep telling them that no one believes in them. And then uh, so they got to go out there and prove it. So hopefully, you know, they can get it done on September 4th. Okay, we're going to do last two questions, Jacob and then Greg. Yeah, Coach, uh, just looking at the uh, release of the AP uh, Top 25 poll coming out, a um, couple of your opponents listed in that list. Um, what's the reaction been from the guys in terms of motivating factor, you know, being left out on that list and, and also going into the first week against Arizona? Is it something that they're using to fuel or is it more of a, hey, we're just going to pay attention to week one? You know, I, I haven't even looked at it myself, so I, I... – I don't know if the guys are even focused on that. I don't think that's a focus that we're, we're they're trying to learn their plays and learn their technique. And, uh, you know, we, we have goals. And so, but that stuff doesn't, we're not, we're not that type of team where we have to worry about things like that. We're just going to try to perform at our best. That's, that's a, we're going to keep it simple for our guys to try to be at their best and see what happens. So uh, that other stuff doesn't really motivate these guys. Hey, Kalani, what kind of uh, camp has it been for the Nakua brothers? It's been good. We've, we've had, um, you know, I think Fessy's mentioned it before, that we've, we've had to be really smart um, with with their progress, but I really believe they're going to have a huge presence on our on our offense. I mean, they, they already have a good presence with our, with our team and, and the camaraderie and the, the chemistry between uh, Puka and Samson and the rest of the team. It's, it's, it's awesome. So I, I think they're, they're loving guys that, that know how to connect with people and um, they're really great for our locker room. Uh, such uh, team first guys. And so um, really, really good to have them on our, on our, in our program. All right, there it is, Kalani Sataki today. And, Bowler, there's a whole lot to unwrap there. He covered a lot of territory. Um, a couple things stood out to me. Anything uh, in particular to you? Well, he talked about copy and paste, which is just coach speak for we <laughs> I'm going to say the same thing yeah, today. But what happened yesterday is what we're doing today, <laughs> and we're just trying to get better at it. More reps coming for some uh, on the special teams who begin to separate themselves. Uh, most of the plays installed on defense. That's, you know, kind of his his deal. And obviously, uh, you know, one question was asked about the rebuild, and he's positive about it coming along. Pretty good to hear that the defensive side plays are installed, and he's still got to do a few more things on the offensive end. And then he says, you know, like I've heard this so many times from coaches, we still got to clean some things up, which that's every week. Yeah. But no, he, he's, he's solid. And I, I, I'm excited to see the depth. I think when he took this program, it was the ones and only the ones. And that means the starters, if something happened, then they had issues. Uh, but they're a much deeper, deeper team over the last three years, including coming into this season from what I can see. And, you know, it's good to have a quarterback battle just like up on the hill. And I'm, I'm guessing when we hear from Kyle, 
uh, and coaches today that a lot of this speak will be very similar? Well, uh, let me tell you what stood out to me, Buller. First of all, he talked about that defensive line. I'm I'm not sure about that defensive line. No, I'm not sure anybody is really. But Kalani was trying to build them up a little bit and you challenge them. Nobody believes in you and all that. I I just don't know. I, I I don't know how they're going to replace the guys who left. And will they get to the point where those guys can pressure the quarterback? You know, that's something that BYU hasn't always been all that good at. And uh, it would help them greatly if they could do that. Of course, no, you know, priority number one has always been for Kalani Sataki defense to stop the run. I mean, that's what they want to do first and foremost. But can they do that? And if they can do that, can they uh, pressure the quarterback? I think this year's season, uh, the success of the season is really dependent on that defense. If they can, if they can fill those gaps and those guys can play, then I think the Cougars are going to be maybe surprise a, n- a good number of people this year. Uh, the linebacking crew is strong. They've got some good athletes in the defensive in the back of that defense. Uh, you heard them talk about the Nakua brothers. Yeah, you know Two this. Wides. You, yeah. you, you know this, Paul. Remember back when you were calling BYU games back in the old days? Um, did you probably notice that in the years when BYU Lavelle's best years, he had good receivers Absolutely. everyone talked about the quarterbacks but those receivers had to get open and those were the years BYU was really really good I think this receiver core is is quite good including the Nakua brothers both of them transferring one from Utah one from Washington you heard them speak to that but that's that's so important to make that offense go well it is but also in Lavelle's day and I think fans remember what I remember in those 10 years uh, with um, Blaine Fowler was that we always talked tight end. We did, a lot. And the game's changed since Lavelle's days. You know, more spread the field, a slot receiver, speed, a player that can cut across. But still, what, what BYU did in those days um, with the tight end, as, we, as he liked to call it, dragging across, that they would chip a linebacker, kind of make you go to sleep, and all of a sudden, Chad Lewis comes out of nowhere at 6'6 and just takes a, a little five-yard heave into a 25-yard gain. And Chris Smith did the same thing. And names, you know, think of the names that just have, you know. Gordon filtered, Hudson, yeah, Clay Brown. Filtered through. Yeah. And, you know, don't hear much of the tight end as much, but it's more of can you get the ball downfield? Can you obviously establish the run game? And every coach that you and I have always – have talked to always wants that done first establish the run and then make the big play uh, and loosen things up so for your point on the defensive side that d line is so important i'm anxious to see if byu has blitz packages that takes a little pressure off the the front guys the pinch in from the corners do they come up the middle the backers in my opinion are always big for that type of defense that uh, kalani likes to run and in the past byu always had success and you can also name off uh, a lot of linebackers who did a lot of damage in those days with Lavelle. I thought that was interesting what he said about when he was asked about the defensive line. He talked about how good the offensive line is, <laughs> you know, and that's what they're facing in practice day after day after day. And I do believe that offensive line was really good last year, really good. In fact, some people in the NFL were concerned because 
because Zach Wilson last year stayed so clean that they wondered how he would react under pressure in the NFL. Uh, And this year, I think BYU's offensive line, I don't know about their depth, but I think they've got some real talent up there. Uh, Same thing with Utah. And how good is that, man, to be able to count on the guys up front? Because BYU has those running backs who are really talented, Algier among them and others. But uh, so their skill positions are pretty well loaded up. I'd be surprised if BYU struggles as far as offense goes. I, I, I just think they're set. Even though Zach Wilson's gone and everyone looks at that and thinks, oh, well, they lost the number two pick in the NFL draft. How good can they be a school like that? I think they're they're pretty well prepared all the way around on the offense. Well, who, whomever they designate as the guy, he's just got to play within himself. He can't think about Zach and what his accomplishments were, and the fans have got to get that out of their head too. They can watch Zach on a Sunday or a Monday night football game or Thursday night, but it's now about the next guy up. And the beauty of BYU in the day, known as the quarterback U, I mean, that tailed off quite a bit. Now you have another starting point, right, with Zach, and you see where it goes from there because it was just one after the other in the 80s and early 90s, and that fell off quite a bit. But you know what? Zach, to a point, he did have one great offensive line. He did play clean, untouched, but what sold the scouts? And I can remember it on, on, uh, on uh, Pro Day or, or um, when he was going through and the, and the scouts were looking at him. Sure when he ran off to his left side and threw back across the field a deep ball and dropped it on the post pattern about 70 <laughs> i said yeah i think he's going to get a really good look now again you make a mistake or two in new york he's going to have to stay solid in his brain in his head if he goes outside of it listens to friends or family you you know that's a disrupt uh, that disrupts his progress and the New York media can, as you know, you know, take you, chew you apart in just one game, mind you. Short memory, man. One last thing for this segment, Bowler, about BYU. I'm, I wrote a column uh, the other day about uh, how BYU's team this year is going to be carrying the burden of last year, namely to prove that they can what they can do against stiffer competition. BYU has upgraded those independent schedules slowly mm. but surely. Last year's schedule was going to be the hardest they've ever faced, and then COVID hits. And so they play a bunch of teams that really most people thought didn't prove a whole lot. And left a lot of fans wondering what if. Right. Like the Jazz had Mike and Donovan been healthy. What if? You'll never know. But this schedule is nothing to – to blink, you know, to, to sneeze at. I mean, Arizona, Utah, Arizona State, South Florida, Aggies, Boise State, always competitive, as you know. Baylor, uh, Washington State struggling in the Pac-12. Maybe that changes. Virginia, Idaho State, Georgia Southern. The last couple of weeks, you may say, okay, but then you finish with right now a 15th-ranked team from USC. So they're playing three of the best teams in the Pac-12. Right. And then a bunch of other P5 uh, team. So th- this year's team, I think, is going to answer for last year's team. And it's not the same team. I get that. It's not necessarily fair. And that's what I wrote. But it is. And perception is really important in college football. And people are going to be looking at what this team does this year and wonder, 
about last year's team. They have an opportunity to substantiate what was done and legitimize what was done last year. Is it fair? No, it's not fair, but it, it, it's, it's going to happen, Bowler. going to happen. Well, health and quarterbacking, and that's what you know, I think Kalani still didn't say all his offense was put in. That's what surprised me about him saying that the offensive or defensive uh, plays are installed especially when you have concern about the defensive front. I found that intriguing to me as well, but the offense is still being worked on. So what you're telling me is last year uh, the pressure is on to really prove how good BYU is minus Zach Wilson. So that pressure lies on Hall or Romney. Is that? Or Conover. Well, yeah. Whichever one emerges. Separates themselves. But they are those whoever the quarterback is, they are benefited by the that that really fine receiving core. You got the Nakua brothers, you got uh Gunnar Romney, yeah. you, you got I mean you got guys who can get open. Uh Neil Powell, uh and then you got uh, the tight end crew that you were talking about. Those guys are pretty darn talented. Uh so, Isaac Rex. Yeah, uh, among others. So uh, th- I think they're going to be all right on offense. All right, Bowler, coming up next, we have sound from Utah offensive coordinator Andy Ludwig. We'll check in with him and see what he says about their quarterback battle up there on the hill, right here on the big show. This is DJ and PK. Ross Jackson, host of the Locked On Saints and Locked On NFL podcasts, joining us. Do I think that Taysom Hill is somebody that can lead the New Orleans Saints to the playoffs? I do. I believe that Jameis Winston can as well. And it might not happen the first year. I don't think that it would happen the first year. But I do think that with Sean Payton, with this offense, with the coaching staff, with the weapons that they have, all of the pieces are there so that the Saints can do what they did with Drew Brees. Build essentially a car around a quarterback to drive that quarterback to wins and then also be driven by the quarterback to wins. And that's going to be an important piece for how they continue to build out the rest of the roster around whichever quarterback they choose to move ahead with. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. We're at the Dish Professionals today at 8034 South State Street in Midville, Utah. Let's talk to Ryan, who's going to talk to us about some great deals today, including $100 to sign up, and you can enter your name in for a $1,000 giveaway. Yeah, this is a uh, great opportunity. This a little extra. We got uh, permission from Dish to uh, give a little, give away a little extra. So we're doing a thousand dollar giveaway. So if you get set up, you get a chance to win that. But we'll give you a hundred bucks cash back for any customer that signs up today. And this is kind of a thing. It's a today only offer. So um, you know, people will typically, well, I'll, I need it, but I'm going to wait. Well, you. Call today, get set up. You can schedule the appointment later if you'd want to, it to work around your schedule. But you get the Pac-12, you get the, uh, the amazing Hopper, which is the biggest, fastest DVR. You get uh, NFL Red Zone. The list goes on and on. You know, I'm a DVR guy. I like to go and pick my programs and come back. But when I saw 2,000 hours of recording time, 
that made <laughs> that could probably fit into my my lifestyle. Yeah, dish. Uh, they've done it. They went extra. They went a little extra on this uh, on the hopper. The hopper is you know, two terabytes, uh, sixteen tuners, auto hops, commercials. It's truly um, an amazing piece of equipment, and that makes a big difference. Uh, uh, you know, especially if you uh, if you got older equipment, this is a good opportunity to upgrade. Get the Pac-12 network. Get the new DVR. Um, the prom- promotion is set up so you get credits for two years, and the price is guaranteed. And today you get the extra cash. And um, they let us come back with the new Google Wi-Fi router So, or as a part of the promotion, too. So you get a Google Wi-Fi router when you get set up with Dish also. So it's kind of crazy. We got, like, a ton of stuff stacked on top of a ton of stuff. So it's a good opportunity to, uh, to get, get going today. All right, Ryan, we'll continue to visit with you as the day goes on. All right, like it. That's Ryan from the Dish Professionals, Gordon. Uh, we'll be back, right? We will be back, and we'll hear from uh, Utah Offensive Coordinator Andy Ludwig. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. BYU and Kalani Sitake are currently trying to find the best replacement on the roster for the departed Zach Wilson. Kalani was asked today, what makes that decision such a monumental one? For us, it's to see if you're having a difficult time like we are, that means that you, uh, you've got a good group, you know. And so it's two things. Either you don't have a good group or you have a good group. And, and we feel like we have a lot of confidence in these three guys and, and then feel really comfortable with the guys that are, are behind them and the guys that we're seeing improve and get better. So I, I feel really good about the whole room. I know A-Rod does. Um, and, and it's just a matter of uh, the guy winning out the spot outright, you know. And, and as long as they keep – performing doing well uh, all three of them individually then then they're going to make it really hard for us but for the coaching staff we have to figure out the guys are going to have the most success that's what we're trying to figure out in the next few practices god bless you patrick in a hand this uh, cougars at 30 update brought to you by syringa networks working from home or with a hybrid workforce get a powerful it partner syringa networks call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net Too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave me. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. Presented by Big O Tires. With the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires. The team you trust. Sexy it Oh, boy. <laughs> it's the big show. That's Craig Bowler, Jackson. And this is old school big show today, Bowler. Yeah, it's good to see you. Thanks for having me in. Yeah, and, thanks uh, for hey, Austin, great. And, and thanks to the listeners uh, to putting that one on. They're dedicating songs. Dedicating songs You wouldn't want to, to see Bowler. me with my shirt off. So I'm just, too sexy for my I mean, shirt. Do you consider yourself a sexy man? No. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I guess it doesn't matter what you consider yourself if other people find you sexy. No, no, no. No? No. (laughs) 
Austin, you should see Bowler. He's blushing right now. No, Lisa's no, no. pet name for me is Bowler. <laughs> Just right. saying. Oh, I, I owed. I was owed that, right? Yeah, I was waiting, for, oh, my waiting for that liner to hit. Well, Bowler, it's good to have you in. Uh, we're having fun today. This brings back a lot of memories, my man. We had some fun. Uh, started in a little conference room, the big show. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Uh, what were we doing? Like We were doing a show from Grandma's dining room table there for a while, was. weren't we? Yeah, yeah. We did a lot of things. Didn't we uh, also go to people's homes for barbecues? And- yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that was uh, 20 years ago, Bowler. Oh, man. And well, you and I did a show together before that. We were prodigy, 15 station. and 14-year-olds, you know? <laughs> we were moving. What else did we do? What, what, what else stands out? Do you remember anything else that uh, we either should or, or shouldn't have done? Well, there's a few things we shouldn't have done. <laughs> uh, you guys handle yourselves a lot better than we did. We got Scotty in trouble. We did. Scotty got himself in trouble. Scotty, Scotty got us in trouble. Yes, he did. Scotty, uh, who basically, right, Austin, is the program vice president <laughs> of broadcast. Yeah. Radio uh, was once our producer. <laughs> Be careful how you treat stirred, people. Yeah, and he stirred the pot a few times. He did. Some okay. people call him the VP. I call him the GP, the Grand Poobah. That's ah, the Grand yeah. Poobah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Bowler, I remember one time we were. Um, man, we used to take a lot of calls back in the day. We did. I mean, we, I mean, I think we did one show. We took like seventy-five phone calls. Can you imagine that, Austin? Uh, no, I can't, because if that were ever the case, guess who's delivering UPS tomorrow? This guy. <laughs> you're you're going to take a truck and just run in a neighborhood, right? Yep, yep. Take I would love but, it. But, Bowler, uh, and this might surprise some of our listeners, but uh, because you are such a nice gentleman. Uh-huh. But one time we had a caller who called in early in the show, and we wanted to see how long he would hold on. Yes. And he held on for the whole show. He did. And we made him hold on for the whole show. And then we got him on like in the last segment. That was your idea. That was rude, wasn't it? <laughs> hey, Austin, would you be in the mood if I asked a, a question, an Instapol question, and would you take 13 callers if I ask one question right now? Yeah, like I said in, in hour one, uh, I will do anything for you, Craig Bullerjack. I will oh, no. almost That's do nice nothing for Gordon, but I'll do anything for you. Yeah. Gordon, what do you think? Should we just ask a simple question? Since right. we did talk jazz earlier, we're we talking did. football, we're going to be talking to Andy here in a yeah, second. Yeah, Andy's going to hear from him. Are, should I just make it real simple? Okay. Are the jazz better? Yes or no? Yes or no. That's all you're looking for. What do you think? Okay. Time for the Insta poll here on 1280 The Zone. The question is, did the Jazz in the offseason get better, yes or no? Austin, 13 callers as we will transition into college, back into college football. But that's we're looking back to the old days of Insta poll. I do need the phone number. 855-340-ZONE. 340-ZONE. 855-340-ZONE. Are the Jazz better? Do we want to take yes them live or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take them live if anyone Let's take calls. Them live. All right. Okay. All right. Maybe people have forgotten how to use a phone. So far, it's 855-340-ZONE. 13 callers, yes, no. Jazz, off-season moves better, yes, no. <laughs> You're right. This may blow up in my, in our, in my face. Someone's saying, come on, man. We don't use the phone. We don't call those schmucks anymore. No, there's no, nobody calls a radio station. Really? Let's go to the zone line. 
Brandon, yes or no? Oh, absolutely, yes. They got the gang. Oh, he was the thorn in my side. All right, thanks. See, people always like to talk more instead of just a yes or no answer. <laughs> it's okay. It's Jacob, okay. <laughs> welcome in. Yeah. 12 to the zone. Thank you. Thank you. Yes? Simple question. I would say no. No. Equally as good, but not better. Huh? Not better. Okay, mm-hmm. one one. How we doing on the lines there, big guy? Colin, welcome in. Twelve eighty. Yes or no? Hello, Colin. Hey, the Jazz are better. All right, thank you. All right, this is exciting radio. This really is. Okay, next caller up. Austin. Zone, who's this? Max is on the line. Max, yes or no? Uh, yes. Yes, thank you. Should we continue on, yeah. or is this painful? No, no. <laughs> 13. 13 callers. Okay. We used to hit, you remember one time when we went 75? Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Austin, we got a call? Shane's up on the zone line. Shane, yes or no? No. No. Thank you, pal. All right, we're nearly halfway through. Three yes, two no. Who's that again, Austin? Cody. Cody. Cody's up next on the zone line. Cody, yes or no? Yes. Yes. Thank you, pal. Four right. to two. All right. Moe's on the line. Mo, how are you? And yes or no? I'm calling from Idaho, and yes. Yes, from Idaho. Thank you. All right. Five two. <laughs> this may be a runaway. Jethro, come on. Mo and Jethro. Okay. Jethro, NBA how are you? Champion. NBA champions. I'll take that as a yes. Okay. You having fun over there? <laughs> Mo, Mo, Curly. I'm waiting for Curly and Larry to come in here. Hey, don't make fun of the man's name. I'm no, I'm sorry. I I like that name. No, I do too. I'm sorry, Mike. How are you? Yes or no, Mike? Good. Yes, sir. Yes, thank you. Seven two. It's gonna be a runaway. I'm surprised a little bit. We'll see what happens uh, as we go back to the zone phone. Austin, who you got? Dave, welcome in. Twelve eighty, the zone. Yes or no? Yes, better. Louder. Thank you. Eight to two. Yeah. All right. Three more calls, and we'll let you lose, Austin. Todd's up. Todd, how are you? Yes or no? Definitely maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. So I'm going to put that as a neutral. You better put that in the middle. Travis is up. Travis, 12 to the zone. Your caller, 12. Yes. Yes, thank you. And one more caller, and we'll call this (laughs) – we'll let Austin off the hook. I can see why they. I feel like died. there's a lot more uh, machinations <laughs> to this phone system these days than there was back in Scotland. I think there was. All you had to do was punch a button yeah. back then. Yeah. Not yeah. now. We, yeah. we really ripped through them fast. Yeah. Answer, hold, screen, click yeah. on. <laughs> All right, Tyler's our last guy. Tyler, Tyler, you're our 13th caller. What do you got? Yes or no? I've got a yes, but barely. All right. Thank you, pal. Just wow. barely. All right. Oh, so, no, but there's a yes or no, Tyler. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so if I go with Tyler's yes, that's a 10 2 1. Yeah. May, the maybe. Uh, he was a little hesitant to, to actually, you know, say yay or nay. Well, I think they are better, Bowler. Uh, I was on with PK this morning, and he was making fun of me because he was saying that I was proclaiming that the Jazz were going to win a championship, championship which are was you? absolute horse 
manure. Woo. I didn't Woo. say that. I said they were better, but I didn't predict a championship. But uh, it looks like our, our listeners are pretty convinced. Uh, so we we heard from – did we hear from – of Mo and Larry, we heard Shim? from uh, no, no, Shim. no. I don't mean to make hey, Curly, my, no, Curly, Jethro in Idaho, Jethro in Idaho. Okay. I do pre- Hey, you know it tells you how far the the zone network goes, and that's uh, that's great. But yeah. you know what? Uh, that's what we had some fun doing, and we had uh, Wednesday. What bugs you Wednesday? Uh-huh. All sorts of, of fun stuff back in the day. Establishing yeah. establishing twelve eighty the zone. All right, Baller. So we had a lot of fun there, but we didn't get to Andy Ludwig. Uh, we have time. Let's do we, it. We don't have time right now, but we'll we'll do it coming up, maybe in the next segment, maybe if we can squeeze that in. So uh, stay tuned for that. Andy Ludwig, Utah offensive coordinator, up next on the Big Show. and sixty is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at one thirty as the Zone counts you down to the start of the twenty twenty one season by listing off the top sixty players in the state of Utah as voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the top sixty and sixty weekdays at one thirty, presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon on your home of the best college football coverage in utah 97 5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network welcome back in it is the big show craig bowler jack sitting in for jake scott for the time being bowler why don't we uh why don't we get to that andy ludwig sound What's I, i'm curious to hear to the u what, we go yeah what the utah offensive coordinator had to say fire away Coach, you have a fun decision ahead of yourself with the quarterbacks. How's, that, how's it been evaluating after camp? It's been great. It's been a very competitive situation. Uh, all the quarterbacks are doing an outstanding job. I know the, uh, the race for the number one quarterback gets a lot of attention, but we got a good competition as well for the number three quarterback between three outstanding young players, Quinn and Jackson, Peter Costelli, and Bryson Barnes. So I know all the talk is about one and two, but there's also a battle for that three spot, and I'm very pleased with the progress of the entire position group. You also have a, a lot of running backs and you know one 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 coming into camp that hasn't really been talked about with Tavion Thomas. How how hard of a choice is it gonna be to, to split up the reps with has that running back spot? Well it's a real luxury to be able to split up those those reps and again you'd like to identify one individual to be the lead ball carrier but there's four young men that are competing every day with an exceptional skill set. Each one does something a little bit different so it allows us to be real creative in the way that we use all their various tools what more do you need to see out of Cam and Charlie um, before this decision gets made? Uh, more execution, more uh, completions, just a larger body of work, I believe, is, would be uh, my conversation with Coach Whittingham before we make the, uh, that designation. What was your assessment after Saturday's scrimmage for those guys? Uh, they both did a good job, statistically about even. Charlie had a couple more uh, pass attempts. The completion percentages were about the same. They were both efficient, efficient, moving the offense. Whether they were working with the first offense or the second offense, they just intermixed all the way through, and uh, they were productive. So I'm fired up about that. They didn't make the decision didn't make the decision any easier with being uh, that efficient on set. In all your years, though, have you found that the decision sort of makes itself, or the coaches have to step in and make it? 
Uh, this one, this one, we're going to have to make, and uh, that's a good, that's a great situation to be in because that's again two highly motivated, two football junkies with high football intellect that are playing at a very high level. Last year, the passing obviously wasn't as, as expected. How, how do you feel to get those, those receivers, you know, more play this year as opposed to last year? Well, it's, it's a it's a player-driven game, and I have great confidence in the two quarterbacks that are competing for the number one job. I got great confidence in the three quarterbacks competing for the number three job. So if you feel great about the guy pulling the trigger, it's a lot easier to call pass plays. Have you ever seen a situation like this where one of the guys is coming off major shoulder surgery and steps right into a quarterback competition? Uh, let me circle back 34 years. I don't think so. I don't think so. Just what does it say about, you know, his toughness? His Unbelievable. To Unbelievable to come back from shoulder surgery on his throwing arm and uh, spinning it the way he's doing it with the velocity, the accuracy. Uh, speaks volumes to his relentless uh, rehab. It speaks highly of the doctors and the training staff, everyone that put him back together. Last year, you know, Ty kind of established himself as the running back in the games. Is that something that you expect to see this year? Or are you hoping to to have one or two guys that you're, you're hoping to run with when you start against Interstate? Again, if you can identify one one lead back, I think that's the best way to go, and we're in a very competitive situation, and may the best man win, but uh, there's a lot of skill in that backfield. Because the quarterback situation is so close, when you make the decision, will that determine how you will divide the percentage of the reps once the decision is made? It does, and that won't be any different than any other year between uh, uh, a half and a third of the reps go to the second quarterback, usually about a third of the reps. And then the third quarterback, what makes the third quarterback position so challenging is he's responsible to know everything, be able to do everything, but he's not getting any reps with the offense. Now, as, as far as the old line goes, uh, you know, Kyle, Kyle said you guys want to go about 10 deep. How many guys do you, do you think are game ready right now? we got some guys. I think you should have five spots, two deep, five spots. So we got, we feel good about 10, 10 offensive linemen. We know there's a couple, we're getting a couple back now that weren't with us for the scrimmage. That's going to be a huge addition for us. But uh, that group is. is uh, Depth. So again, that's I guess that's the third time you've heard that when you talk about the running backs, the O line, the quarterbacks. I'm very confident about the depth and experience at that position. When you bring in a transfer, what's the challenges in getting those people up to speed? Uh, first, acclimating them to the Utah football culture. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of demands on these players. It's very structured. It's very disciplined. Some come from programs that may not have had that same uh, mantra or culture built in. So that's the first thing. Uh, offensively, dealing with new nomenclature, new terminology. Oftentimes, you know, most of us run the same plays basically, but they can be called completely different. And then just locking in on the details of the techniques that their coaches. So how's all? How long does that take? Uh, if you want to play, it can't take very long. They got it. They got to And guys work at it. And uh, right now we have great. If you talk about the kids that were here in the spring, have a much greater advantage than the players that came in the summer for fall camp. But uh, I'm pleased with the progress of all the transfer players. That's Andy Ludwig, uh, the offensive coordinator for the University of Utah. We'll break down his comments in a moment. But right now. It is time for the market update brought to you by TryDayTrading.com. Gordon Monson. Butler, it was uh, not the best day for the markets. The Dow was off 282 points. Not good. Poop fest. <laughs> the NASDAQ was down 137.5 points. Terrible. Take a lap. 
And the S&P was off 31 points. Oh, fudge. <laughs> Great line. <laughs> so what's that from? Uh, Christmas Story. Uh, so, uh, so Bowler, you gotta you have to sell a car because the market's yeah, down I'm today. Yeah, done. Uh, you know, I, I tell you, it's like rolling dice sometimes. You know, it really is playing the market. Everyone says when it when it's working, oh, it, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But when you have one of these days like today, you, you know what I've been told? Just don't look at it all the time. <laughs> He's got to play the long term. You got to look long term. Yeah. Never just the short term, unless you're rolling the dice on a big hit, and then you you put the money down and you take it right out. So what do you think about what Andy Ludwig said there, Bowler? I mean, he it was predictable, right? Yeah. Everyone's doing a wonderful job, not just the two candidates for the starting position, but the three guys behind them. Yeah, you know, Everything's like, beautiful. Can you imagine, though, an offensive coordinator just breaking it down saying, we really have no offense. <laughs> we basically don't have a quarterback who can pull the trigger. We don't have a back if it could get through the through the offensive line, and I don't even know if I have an O line to play with. No, everything's good right now. Everything is is busting into a into good mode, good mood mode, and for and for a reason. Everybody's undefeated. Everybody's getting in shape, and everyone's getting ready to to start a college football season. He called both Brewer and Rising quote football junkies. Right. And I thought one nice moment there. He praised uh, Rising coming back from that injury. Got put that's back a, together. Yeah, that's a tough injury to come back from. And he's, you know, that's one thing I think a lot of people don't think about when someone gets hurt and they're in rehab and they're busting their humps and they're working hard and they're by themselves. And it's tough coming back. We all just presume, all right, he'll be back. No big deal. They it don't was know, a big deal. They don't him. know what the work that goes into getting back to that level. And for Andy to actually say, that he's actually throwing, spinning the ball, I think is what he said, with that much velocity. Tells you a lot about how much and what doctors are able to do, what rehab specialists are able to do, but also you as an individual have to put the work into it. It doesn't happen by itself. And that's, that's a great compliment that he's pushing. By the way, Charlie Brewer, the transfer from Baylor, as I think you said, thrown for 6,000. <laughs> it felt like it at Baylor. I mean, Austin said that. He yeah. Was- it felt like it, yeah. Yeah, no, he, he could toss the ball around. Hey, Jake's in the house. Jake Scott will be jumping in here, but we also have Ryan <laughs> who's stopping by. Don't forget, we're uh, today we are at the Dish Professionals at 8034 South State Street in Midvale. And, Ryan, take it away. If you want to come in and sign up, I know that you are a guy that if you get on the schedule early, you'll take care of the customer in one day's time. Yeah, that's uh... – if you call us in for in the mornings, we will be there same day if needed. But, you know, ideally it's uh, to work around the schedule of the customer. And uh, sometimes that needs to be over the weekend and sometimes it needs to be after work on the weekday. And you know, we'll work around them. And, you know, great thing is we've got some awesome installers. Uh, we actually had one of the customers that came in was asking about uh, installers. And, you know, it's amazing to think that, uh, you know, we're 19 years and I've got a couple installers that have been with me the whole time. And so they're truly professionals at what they do. And, um, I, I, I we've got a great opportunity today is uh, a little extra dishes, uh, has stepped up and be able to throw some extra money our way. And so we're doing a hundred dollar cash back on top of the regular promotion. Plus you get entered to win a thousand dollars. And then, and then you got the other stuff. You got a dish will allow us to hook you up with a Google Wi-Fi router. You can get the Pac-12 network. You can get the NFL Red Zone free for the season, free movie channels. And uh, I tell you, when we do these things, 
you're thinking about getting satellite, this is a unique opportunity. You could walk away uh, uh, a little thicker in the wallet and better TV. Ryan, I think what you ought to do next is put a camera so people can watch Gordon do his yard work. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll sat it, Then we'll finally settle this, Gordon, this issue. Gordon, you have the camera, right? Yeah. Yes, I do. You. I do. I'm set. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and, and then I can prove to all those skeptics like Jake and Austin who don't believe I ever do anything. That Lisa that... does all the work. <laughs> That's what they say. Yes, yes. That's not always the truth. <laughs> you know, I get out there and... You know, push the broom around a little bit now and again. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Take your I don't, Google Nest Wi-Fi camera that I gave you and then just <laughs> point it out. And then... I don't do what Bowler does. I don't go out and plow the North 40, you know. But I, I, I do. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, two-year guarantee on the price. Two-year guarantee. Uh, you get the Google Hub. You get the Pac-12 network. 100 bucks cash back today and today only, and you get entered to win $1,000. For 1280 Zone listeners only. Yeah, this is the $1,000 giveaway. It's just for radio listeners. We're not doing it for any other uh, piece. And if you call if you call DISH directly, they'll like, what are you talking about? Like, so this is this is specifically something with us as a retailer that we're offering. And, uh, you know, we want to hook people up, make sure we get dialed up to watch football. Ryan? We'll talk to you more as the day goes on, but I want to give that phone number so you can enter uh, to win. But you have to call first, and that is 801-424-DISH, 801-424-3474. Jake Scott's in the house. He'll take the seat when we come back on 1280 The Zone. The Big Show rolls on. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. You know I was babysat until 8th grade. Dolores Arnold used to babysit me every day after school. And Dolores? Her husband. Yeah. Look, he got like 220-pound 8th grade hands. <laughs> Can we not focus group? on that? You walk in like, hey, Dolores. Hi, Hans. I think it's funny the thought of a 8th grade Hans Olsen probably pushing two bills. He's <laughs> sitting in and being babysat. You guys let me know when you're done <laughs> so I can finish my story. Tell us more about Dolores. Anyways, her husband, Don, liked MASH. Sitting next to Don on the couch watching MASH. Hey, <laughs> Don, you can-, can I borrow your shaver? <laughs> Catch Hans and Scotty every day. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network.